So in this episode, um, I'm going to talk to you about why you might be feeling a little bit disconnected, depressed, and just very flat. And yes, from a spiritual standpoint, we can say that the energies are around and everything like that. So how I'm going to talk to you both spiritually and, and in a very direct way, you know, my style by now, right? So in a spiritual way, what happens is it builds a momentum. So very much like a water wave in, a, in the sea. It takes one bit of movement for the, re- for the next kind of bit of ocean next to it, the next molecule as such, and the next molecule to kind of create this um, tubage, to create this energy that goes round. Now, from a human standpoint, we're very much the same. So if something was announced on the news or somewhere that there is this horrendous thing happening, then we will all feel obviously devastated. We would all feel panicked. And then we've created this emotional wave and this is how influence works. So by getting us all to feel a certain emotion, we are all on the same page and it and it's very difficult to get off that. So to control the masses, not I'm not going to go down this route, but um, to control the masses, you almost need to, all, of, all of us to kind of think the same and have the same emotion. Okay, um, that's dangerous on so many on so many levels because when there's enough energy around you that is negative, you could be the most positive positive person in the world, and you will struggle. You will struggle to get out of that because remember, you're your environment. So if you're surrounded by very negative people who are like really worrying about the news and really worrying about this and all have anxiety, then you yourself is going to feel that because you're going to get caught up in the wave. Okay, so spiritually, be mindful of that. Stay detached. Um, Now, the other thing I want to talk to you about is kind of possibly... Uh, the back end of that. So you, you've you got to a point where you, you do feel a little bit overwhelmed and, um, you know, disconnected and not very happy. Um, and I want to say to you that you need to reconnect, you know, and I understand that, you know, people around you or the environment that you're in might not be the most positive. But to reconnect and, and how you do that is a couple of things. So you need to start to enjoy life again. And I know that's really simple and and I'm not saying it in a blase way, but I'll show you, I'll show you the difference. So yesterday I went for a walk, my daily walk, and I'm on one side of the street and this man, this gentleman is on the other side of the street. And he saw me and I saw him and I locked, I was engaged to him. I was, um, kept looking at him And he kept looking at me and I nodded my head and smiled a little bit. His little grin meant so much. And it was so, so amplified by the fact that everyone else was being miserable. And he shifted energetically and physically. His shoulders shifted and he became lighter all of a sudden. I don't know what was going on in that man's head or what has been happening in that man's week for me to just recognize him and, you know, nod my head, say hello kind of vibes and see him that it completely changed his energy. Now his energy then changed. So his posture then changed. And the way that you post your posture is and the way that you handle life will dictate what kind of life you're having and experience, you know. 
So just that little nod had this profound knock-on effect, very much as I was talking at the beginning of this podcast, where it takes one little bad news to create a wave. You know, it's a knock-on effect. Everything is a knock-on effect, okay? So I don't walk around with my headphones on, very, very rarely, sometimes, sometimes not. A, because of safety, I can't hear anyone around me, but two, because I want to hear and engage with my environment. When you have your headphones on, you are completely blocking out any spontaneity. You are controlling your experience from the viewpoint in which you are at. So I could leave the house, I could put my headphones on, I could listen to a podcast, I could listen to something that I want to listen to because I want to listen to it because I think it makes me feel okay. The problem is, is we're not always right you know, and why not expand more? So take the headphones off, go for a walk, hear the Thames splashing against the sides, hear a helicopter in the sky, think, what the hell is that? You know, hear random people's conversations, because sometimes they are hilarious when you get snippets, you know, hear the wildlife and, you know, hear a, a dog, hear an owner say something to the dog, you know, it's, it's good fun and it's, um, it's quite stimulating and there's something quite, um, I want to say the word baptizing because it almost feels you're so refreshed that you've almost been baptized in a way, you know? So, you know, what we think we want and what we think we need isn't always right. So take the headphones off, engage more, engage more. There's something about these micro movements and micro happenings that really do help towards your general health. Now, I'll tell you a story. Um, I like to go to this very specific bar. It's at the back of Fortnum & Mason. In fact, I think they own it. It's on German Street. And when I'm in London, I like to go there and I like to... You know, sometimes I take a book, sometimes I don't have one on me and I just like to sit at the end of the bar and I order a martini, Polish vodka, olive, not a twist, and I like it stirred, not shaken. Um, The opposite to James Bond, I believe. Um, And I like to sit there and I have a wonderful experience. The staff are incredible. The clientele are just wonderful. They're very polite. Um... You know, they're not loud. They've not got the phones going out everywhere. You know, it's just such a a placid environment, which is just classy. And I love it. I love it. Now, I've had some really, really interesting conversations in there with people. You know, it's one of those bars, which is quite um, people are in transit and they're all of different professions. You know, they're choosing that bar for a reason. And and so am I. So we're almost like a collective now. I took a friend, well, it was a colleague actually, and she said, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I said, oh, I'm going to my bar for a martini. She says, can I come? And I said, yeah, of course you can. Now, this colleague, she always, always had a phone on her hand. Wherever she went, she had the phone in the hand. She um, was addicted to the social media, was always posting, always doing videos. Um, you know, she'd film you and turn you into a fucking broccoli and then put it on some social media platform you know, she was just very consumed by social media, right? And I thought, I don't think she's right for this bar because I don't think she's going to appreciate it. You know, she can do whatever she wants, but this bar is beautiful, so why not take the opportunity, you know? So anyway, I take her into this bar and we're at the bar and she's clicking away on the phone and then she's taking pictures and she's going, what's this place called again? I've got to tag it. 
And I thought, bloody hell, like, why? So she's tagging it and she's, you know, thing. And she says, can we take a selfie? I says, no, I just want to enjoy a nice martini. So I said, look, this is the, this is the menu. This is the, the drinks menu. I recommend this. But she wasn't listening. She was like, oh, hang on. Someone else says, oh, my friend said that she's been round here before. There's no engagement with the environment whatsoever. So this continued all through the night. And I've not taken her since because quite honestly, it's such a beautiful bar and the standard is so high and the efforts that go into making this such an incredible place to drink were completely overlooked by her selfishness, right? And it's like, you know, if you buy tickets to a theatre, you're not going to take someone who doesn't appreciate it, you know? And it's like, if I have good news, I'm not going to share it with someone who doesn't, you know, you know, uh, appreciate it either you know you don't don't really want to be around people who are like vapid and vacuous like this right so the whole of the evening she's taking pictures she's taking my drink and she's putting it next to her drink and taking a little selfie and then she's like she's just not the nuts are exquisite by the way though I don't know what they do to the nuts and I'm like oh you know taste this nut have it you know they have the almond with the martini so I'm trying to teach her something and she's just you know, shoving these nuts in like she's a fucking cow, like, um, uh, you know, nut fucking flickerings everywhere. And I'm just like, oh my God, like just enjoy the moment. And it wasn't her manners that I had a problem with. I had the problem with the complete disregard to something so incredible that she was in and she was so focused on getting the attention. You know, that's what was the the bitterness about it. And anyway, she's a bit depressed as an individual and she's a bit um, neurotic as well. And she's a bit all over the place, very scattered. She likes to be here, there and everywhere. She doesn't listen to you when you talk. She's very uh, vapid, right? And I thought, you know, this isn't the first type of person I've met this, uh, met this time, this time. I'm struggling with speech today, but I'm going to carry on. And so I was like getting quite annoyed by it. Now, the problem is, is she always moaned about that she can't have a relationship, she can't find a nice guy, she can't do this, she can't do that. Yet she was on the apps all the time and she would go through, scroll through, go on all these dates, but she acted in the same way and she acted the same way with people. So this is someone who is lonely at their core and this is someone who is, um, can't connect to things because she's always on the fucking phone documenting. Why are you documenting? Who gives a shit about where you are every five minutes? People will watch your videos and you might think they care. They're not. They're at home scrolling, you know? So she missed out on a wonderful experience in that bar. The Polish vodka is just something else, you know? And it's just, she just, she didn't speak with the bar people. She didn't speak with the staff. She didn't, she didn't engage with any of it. So every five minutes she's she's being exposed to some wonderful experience and I'm sure she's having wonderful dates with some really nice people in front of her, but she's just not engaging. She's on this phone, tagging herself in, taking selfies, turning into fucking broccolis for the Snapchat shit, whatever it's called, you know? And it's like, this is someone who walks down the street with headphones on. This is someone who doesn't engage or nod to people in the street, you know? So how, how is the universe meant to fucking help you if you're not even engaging with it, you know, you say, oh, I want to be this, I want to do that. And I want to, um, oh, send me this, send me that. The universe is sending you it all the time, but you're, you're not engaging. You're not looking around. You're not participating. You're not doing your bit. 
you know. You want to, these great big experiences that look good on social media, but it's like, you know, we have such amazing views and, and environments here in the UK. Anywhere you go in the world, there's an amazing environment. It's on your doorstep, you know. So if I take you through another example, right? So my room, I have a lot of plants in it. I have a lot of fresh flowers in there. And I have a um, oil burner, so it burns off, you know, some exquisite essential oils. So anyway, I went out. I went out for the day yesterday, as as you know. I walked down the street and nodded. I came back and I opened my bedroom door, and the smell, the perfumery of the hyacinth, just oh my god! It just injected the air like you wouldn't believe. And then coming through the window, there was these shimmers of daylight coming through because it was kind of like a fight between sun and frost yesterday. It was so amazing. And I'm so switched on and so engaged in my environment that I can get really turned on, you know, mentally really turned on by just a shift in smell and just the delicious alumni that happens between, you know, what's going on in the weather you know, and therefore I have all these micro movements throughout the day, which I fully appreciate and enjoying. And therefore, so overall, I will spend my 90% of my day is happy because I'm, I'm topping it up all the time. I'm topping it up, you know, like I can go to a bar and I can just really appreciate the bloody almonds, you know. And when you, when you're, when you do that, you, um, you live in a different way, you live in a different vibration and you captivate people because people are wondering how the hell you're so happy and buoyant all the time. Because there's so much to enjoy, but you have to engage. You have to engage. Do you know, most of the opportunities that come through are through other people or other circumstances. Yes, you can work hard. Yes, you can build a momentum. Yes, you can keep going. But ultimately, when you have conversations with people, engage with things, people will open doors for you. How can you do that if you're on the phone all the time and you're turning people into broccoli? How can you do that? You know, your consumer. So look, connection is everything. Connection is opportunity. Connection is joy. Connection is happiness. You know, you've got to start connecting with your environment. Um, I think I said this before in another episode that I did this experiment where I was scrolling just before bed and you can guarantee in the morning I felt like absolute crap. You know, I just felt rotten and fearful. And, you know, there were messages on there about, you know, the world ending, World War Three. um, propaganda basically that there's a new digital currency and we won't have access to our money and I was just like in this fear-based position every morning and it was really hard to get out of you know so you know every day I'm turning my notifications off on whatsapp I really am I will check in when I want to check in Social media, I'm hardly on it. I go on, I answer a few messages, I take appointments, you know, I post a few things and that's it, that's it. You have to get back to 90% of your day that you're engaging. You know, there's just this wonderful language that, that your environment speaks to you because your environment is telling you what you need to do. It's our map of the, our life, basically. And it's beautiful synchronicities and it's little hints and twists and turns, you know. 
you know, the the hit of the smell of the hyacinth hitting the air is just, it's electrifying, it's, you know, pure, it's um, deliciously tangible, you know, in, in, you know, you can almost taste it, you know, and you're missing out all these tiny little pockets of joy and it's the the small moments that are going to get you through it's the small moments that make life worth living so you've got to change your posture you've got to stand up straight you've got to start engaging you've got to start enjoying what you have in you know your morning routine your morning shower don't just flop out of bed roll to the shower get in the shower stick some old awful shower gel that you got on special offer that you don't even like you know Instead, stretch, walk to the shower, get some shower gel that you can't wait to use. You know, something that so foams up and is just so silky, you know. Think more of yourself, okay? But look, engaging with your environment is the biggest medicine there is. There's something about the cold air hitting your face. There's something about the smell of, you know, the delicious nature around you there's something about the sound of water banging against the sides or you know some birds you know tweeting or making a bit of a noise there's something about a dog you know growling because it's seen some kind of fucking weird thing come out the floor you know like a little mole or something there's something about snippets of people's conversations which soothe you in a way you know you feel a part of it but at the same time you're thinking god that sounds horrendous but you know, quite funny because you're emotionally detached, you know, especially when you hear people talking about their boyfriends or girlfriends or something. But there's something about these tiny little parts of your day which you can dance around and enjoy, you know. There's social media and the internet, it's, it's addictive, it's reductive, it's vacuumous pulls you in hours can go by and you're just being pulled in you're being pulled into a vortex which you have no control over and no control of what you're going to watch or see or consume that is like do you know what that the physical form of that is that's like me sitting you down in the morning and saying you have absolutely no control of what you're eating today i'm going to order it for you uh, what you see you have no control over you don't know me by the way so i don't know if you trust me or not but it's like i'm going to then control your joy and your happiness and i'm going to expose what you see and what you're um, experiencing today you're basically kidnapped because it's like you have no choice you know, if you if you're on the social media all the time and I bet your bottom dollar, if I put marshmallows on constant loop in about five minutes, you're going to want marshmallows. But do you actually want them or are you or are you being influenced? You know, and it's like, you know, the images that you're seeing in the morning, you see, you get a choice. You say, what am I going to do today? I know that you have to do work. We all have to do our, our work and we all have to do this and this and this. But when we watch TV or when we watch a film, we basically go, how do we want to feel? And we start to navigate films that would be conducive to that. When you're on social media, you don't get a choice. So when you don't get a choice, your freedom goes. When your freedom goes, you feel out of the loop. You feel out of depth. You feel anxious. You feel depressed because you've just handed your time over to something that you don't have a choice in. 
Now, the key to success is using your time to something to manifest something that you want. So if you want a fit body, you go to the gym, you use your time to obtain something that you want. The social medias are the total opposite. Social media has its place and it needs to know its place in humanity and it needs to learn its place. And the only way it can do that is by its audience not being on it so long, not being on it so much, you know. So, you know, this, this, these outlets of entertainment have always been around because, you know, they used to have newspapers and, you know, propaganda and, you know, early World Wars, um, World War One, I believe. You know, uh, these these imprinting materials have always been around. So it's not me versus the social media, it's me versus these things. But there has been nothing so addictive as of recent to the point where, like I said in a previous episode, you know, I went to the swimming baths and there was three sets of parents on their mobile phones. And this child, these children were coming out of school wanting to tell you about their day. These children haven't seen their parents for six hours. And they can't wait to see you. And the first thing you do is go, oh, hi, you're right. And then straight back on your phone, you know, to the point where, you know, you're seeing these children uh, having to perform, you know, of varying degrees, you know, perform, perform for the camera. I want to put it on a video to get likes. Um, You know, there was a story recently, actually, where a parent had got the child to cry so that it could get likes. I mean, how manipulative and abusive is that? You know, the, these. this is not engagement. This is going to lead to depression. This is going to lead to anxiety. This is going to lead to overwhelmment, not feeling good enough, low self-esteem. You have to engage in your environment. Go feed the ducks. Ducks love fucking bread. Pigeons love bread. Just go and do something, get in a little allotment, get some plants, grow some tomato plants. Now is a great time, by the way, and those things really supply some tomatoes. My God. Get cooking, you know, get yourself a cookbook, get, do something physical, you know. There's nothing better than going for a little walk and then just sitting on the bench, phone in pocket, don't get it out, don't get it out, don't take pictures, you don't need to take pictures all the time. You can document via your own brain and head, um, brain and eyes, sorry. You don't need to be documenting for the sake of documenting. Just enjoy, you are allowed to enjoy, you know. Enjoy, I said this before, N, Latin, walk into you're engaging into joy by enjoying something you have decided to walk towards it, you know. But these tiny little pockets of beauty that you get, like I said, the shimmering of the lights, the changes in temperature, the opening the window in the morning, the, the tiny little kisses of frost that you get on your face as you took yourself back into bed with a coffee or a tea. These are all things that you don't want to be documenting. You want to be enjoying, connecting. Because do you know what that does? It makes you a very beautiful person because you end up enjoying things so much that your vibration has switched up so much that you are a constant good energy and you are a constant vibration towards joy itself. And people are wondering, uh, how does she operate like that? How do, How does he, like, what's his secret, you know? And it's just enjoyment. 
And when you're enjoying something, your posture changes. When your posture changes, you become more capable because you feel stronger. So when you feel stronger, you take more chances. When you take more chances, you open yourself up to more opportunities. You know, so you've got to start engaging with your environment. Start seeing things on such a micro level, you know. You know, the other day it rained and it rained really heavily. It was the other week, actually. I do apologize. So it was the other week. And I thought, you know what, sod this. So I went out and I went out without a coat or an umbrella. I know you get a cold, meh, 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 meh. But anyway, I went out without a coat or umbrella and it was so delicious. The cold rain was being absorbed by my clothes so rapidly and my body felt stimulated and it felt like I was a child again and it felt like I'd been caught out in the rain and I've got to, you know, get back quick, you know. And it was pounding against my head and all this water was, you know, literally surfing its way between the curb and the road and it was just the the drains were gobbling it up and it just everything about it was just such an experience because I was so hypersensitive to it all you know but it's like when we um you know when you think about your childhood I know some people have had different everyone's had kind of different childhoods but we were in a position where we could be free and I remember getting our bikes and we, we had a, an amazing place to live in the sense of we had the outwards, we had the quarry, we had a lot of different terrains in which we could explore. And boy, did I explore them. So we'd get on our bikes and I just remember the, you know, because everything is new to you as a child. You've not seen it before, right? And, you know, having your mountain bike tire, you know, just thudding against all these little potholes and staying in control of the bike, you know, so you didn't fall off, you know. And then as you went over the bridge and into the woods, you know, the the earthiness hitting your face, the smell of it, you know. And then this excitement of, oh, we're going to get eaten by a bear. What bear? We're in the Midlands. You know, but our imagination, you know, was, was rife, you know. And then, you know, sometimes we fell off and just the the sting you know of pebbles hitting your skin and it's like oh but it you're alive you know and there's one thing that we get we get a guarantee in this world nothing is guaranteed apart from one thing and that one thing is that we get to live today and you get to choose the varying degrees in which that happens so you can you know you get to live today which means yes you have to work. Yes, you have to do this. Yes, you have to, you have responsibilities. And you think, well, I don't have time to enjoy nature. I don't even have time to do anything. You can enjoy those tiny pockets of freedom that you get. You can actually enjoy your work. You know, I used to work in a factory, a sandwich factory, and it was so boring. It was so cold. I had to stand there with this white coat on and wellies. And I had to grab the tomatoes that were in this punnet as the conveyor belt belt went past and I had to grab them and then you know spread them with my thumb across the sandwich so that they were even it was I remember making cheese and tomato sandwiches that day and you could approach that with a sense of monotony and you know distaste and resentment because it's so boring but actually you can actually make it fun you know, your hands slushing into the tomatoes and grabbing some and then spreading them across the bread. You know, there's, you can romanticize these 
little moments of your life, anything that you see as mundane, anything that you see as monotonous, you can actually romanticize it. You know, brushing your teeth is so fucking boring, but then you can start to play with it and really start to brush each individual tooth and start to have a little bit of fun with it, you know. So adding romance to your day and romanticizing these terribly boring chores, you know, and, you know, what seems like a dead end life lifts you so remarkably because you're adding gratitude to it as well. When you add gratitude to anything, you become a manifestation machine. You become so desirable. The environment wants to work with you. So the environment, the universe is way bigger than you. And it will start to play you like you play it. It's a game of chess. So when you are happy and you're in this gratuitous vibration, the universe will deliver people to you and and move things. You know, for example, if we go back to that bar that I was talking about, my colleagues sat there on their phone, closed off, enjoying the phone, not their environment. I can guarantee if I wasn't there, she wouldn't have noticed. I can guarantee no one would have spoken to her. I would have guaranteed that she wouldn't come back because someone would say to her, do you know of a great bar? And she'd be like, oh yeah, I went to one. It was by Fortnum Mason, but I don't know what it's called and I don't really know where it is because she wasn't engaged. I have been in that bar so many fucking times and my phone has been in the pocket and I've done nothing and I have been approached by incredible people. And I think I said this in a previous episode where the day after I was going to fly, I was flying to New York to see Kate Blanchett's Broadway debut. It was really important that I see her Broadway debut. I just wanted to see it. And it was a Chekhov adaptation. And that evening I was at the bar having a martini, looking forward to my flight the next day. And this guy approaches me. There was two of them. And he said, oh, would you mind if we drank with you? And I said, yeah, absolutely. The way that they approached me was in such a gentle, soft way that I knew that it was going to be of high quality. Guess what? One of those men was an English teacher and he was telling me all about Chekhov, which completely engineered my experience with the play itself differently because I was well informed and I knew about the play and I knew what was going to happen. And, you know, in the sense of, um, you know, the different uh, flavors of the script that I hadn't been exposed to before. And I thought, I walked away from that bar and I was just every time something like that happens I am just in love with my environment and I'm in love with the universe it works on a magnetic field and I'm just like wow you just you came through there you know you absolutely came through there and it's just a delight so if we go back to the example that I was telling you about the guy on the opposite side of the street that I smiled at and nodded I don't know the outcome of that experience but what I saw was a shift And for all I know, he might have said, wow, you really came through there. Thank you. I needed that. I needed to be seen today. I'm having such a rotten week. And well, you know, that's made me feel so much better. You know, it could have been his birthday. He might have not got any cards, you know, and just me nodding made the fucking, you know, made it all worth it. You just don't know the outcome or you just don't know the impact, you know. But being kind and being engaged and following through with what you're going to say and do makes you an incredibly high value person, you know. And it makes you a tool 
of, you know, whether you want to call it God or the universe or higher power, Allah, I don't care what you call it, but it makes you a tool and you will get used and you will get used in the most delicious ways. You know, but you have to stop with this fucking socials. You know, not altogether they have their place, but they do have their place. Your joy and your happiness has to be the most important, you know. And I get clients all the time, you know, saying, you know, if I don't text this person, then nothing comes of it. I have to keep texting this person, otherwise they don't pay me attention. Stop texting. Stop being on the social media. Stop getting so obsessed with chasing things. When you chase, it runs, you know. Just relax, enjoy where you're at, let people come to you, let things come to you. Follow your intuition. Sometimes you might have to text them first, but follow your intuition. Follow the language of your environment. You're becoming so fucking clueless. And then you're like, oh, I'm unhappy, I'm depressed. And it's like, put your phone down. My colleague could have had the most amazing night. And she had exposure to one of the best bars, in my opinion, with the most incredible staff. And what did she do? She chose to just tag herself in all the time, take pictures of drinks that no one gives a shit about and make herself look popular. She's already popular. She's out. You know, it's it's weird. People think that if you're not tagging yourself in things, then people think you're at home in your bedroom staring at the wall thinking about the past. You know? It's like, Jesus Christ, if you're not on the phone, it's like you're a saddo. No, quite the opposite, actually. Let me just have a, a drink of my coffee. Mm. Look, you've got to start engaging with your environment and people around you. 100%. You know, I keep hearing all the time, people aren't very nice. Yeah, I agree, some people aren't. But some people are wonderful and they're hidden treasures and they're people that you wouldn't even think of. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But people will open doors for you. The environment will open doors for you. But fucking hell, you've got to get off this social media to the degree that you're on. It, it's a vapid machine that just sucks you in. You know, there is nothing better than going to the seaside or going somewhere where you can hear either the waves crashing or the rustles of the wood. You know, like there's what's that? What's that? You know, I remember, you know, when I go abroad. And there's, you know, fires on the beach. And I'm always very adventurous. So I, I like, to, like to do all these different things. And just the heat of the crackling of the wood just against my toes. You know, and I just remember these tiny little things. And, you know, embedding my hand in the sand. And it's like sharp but warm, you know. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is just, you know... It's a delight for the senses. Your senses have an appetite and you've got to feed them. And when you feed your senses, you get happier. That's why desensitization makes you miserable. That's why when you don't feel anymore and you don't, you know, you're not happy anymore and it's just a steady slope downwards, I'm afraid. So stop being so desensitized and start getting really sensitized. Yeah. So anyway, um, get back in the real world, dudes. You know, start noticing tiny little things and writing about them. When you look at the old novels, the level of detail that goes into, you know, the description and, you know, it, it's so romantic and so beautiful that, you know, if you can start to romanticize life again and start to 
find beauty in tiny little things and beauty in the service that you're given and not be so dismissive. You will fall in love with life again and life will fall in love with you again and you will be the most beautiful person walking around. Beauty isn't, you know, perfect features and, you know, all this plastic surgery, you know, and, you know, chiseled bodies. Beauty is an energy, it's an aura and it just captivates people and people are like, oh my God, they're so beautiful and I don't know why. Cup finger on it because you're vibrating at a level where you're enjoying life and you're in love with life. So for God's sake, go out today and find tiny little things that you can appreciate. Let your imagination go mad, you know? It's it's such a wonderful way to live. You know, like a child, you know. Look look for things like um that you've not seen before. Look at a tree and go down and down and look for the roots and just see how it's woven into the soil and just be like, wow, that's so cool. Really. Be a student of life, know your place, be humble, let life show you, sit next to a tree and say to the tree, show me what's going on. There is actually a thing uh, about this tree hugging. I'm not going to lie, I should do a podcast on it because I did a, a day on it and it is a real thing. But anyway, let nature soothe you. If you're stressed, go out, sit next to a tree. Sooner or later, your nervous system will calm down. Nature is bigger than you. You only have to go out to sea in a boat to know that. Nature will work for you. Nature will help you. But you've got to recognize nature's quite demanding. It's like, notice me and notice my beauty and I will help you through life. So do it. Okay. In the history of the world, cultures have always, always appreciated nature and offered, you know, um, offered themselves to nature. You know, they've listened to nature. Okay, there's a storm today. I won't go out and see. You know, they've they've had this communication with nature. Even the witches, they offer, you know, offerings. Thank you for this. I give you bread. Thank you for this. I give you the crystals. I give you this. So there's always been this exchange. You know, the world is round. Look at how it goes round, right? Round. So you offer something, it comes back to you. You offer something, it comes back to you. You're a knob, it comes back to you, you know? So... It's so circular, circular, I think. But it's like, you've got to start enjoying nature and being with nature. Witches know this. This is their language. This is why the, uh, witches always speak to nature. I've said this before. You know, I always look at my environment and think, what are you trying to tell me? What's coming? Because I, I can tell what's happening, what's about to happen through what nature's talking to me about. What's what's, it's like a hidden language. So get back into it and you'll feel so full and so enthused and so amazed by what has been in front of you this whole fucking time, you know. And, and please don't turn me into a fucking broccoli again. I can't, I can't believe it. I mean, I look like a good little broccoli, but it was like, is this what life has come to? I haven't seen you in so long and you're turning me into a fucking broccoli for some social media. This is absurd, you know. So have some have some appreciation for the fact that you are not here very long, you've come to this earth and the environment is so amazing and there's just such amazing things happening. Get into a state of appreciation, you know, and you'll just find your mood. It just will change. Anyway, love you loads, as always. Mwah.